Let's bring in our panelists. Let's talk about what we learned today. Kevin Green is a senior markets correspondent, and Scott Durfee is our contributor, joining us from Salt Lake. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, pretty good day to start us off here. Scott, do you think that uh, can carry us through the week? I don't know. I'd like to see that happen. I think it's largely dependent, though, Oliver, on what uh, the economic data that we're expecting to see, how that comes out this week. Are we going to be uh, good on CPI? You know, for example, are the jobless claims going to be in line? And so, you know, as we have these things come up, I think we, as every day passes, and I know, you know, here with, with at the risk of stating the obvious, but as every day passes here, we're obviously getting closer to, you know, maybe a a, a permanent capitulation. We're not there, though. Uh, we still have quite a bit to go through. We're starting to see some companies now do some layoffs. That's helping uh, with the economy in general. It's going to help perhaps potentially, you know, with the Fed speak as we hear some of that this week as well. You know, so we're looking for better guidance with some of these companies that are reporting earnings today as those things happen and as we start to get more optimism around what's happening on the Fed side of things. I think that we could anticipate, not today, Oliver, but we could anticipate something happening that could change things for us in the not too distant future. What could be the key to uh, unlock a bullish move here, Kevin. CPI coming in in control, maybe a jobless claims miss. That could be a nice duo to uh, perhaps uh, ease some of the aggression by the Fed. Uh, are we going to get that? Uh, yes, I think that would be. Well, hold on. <laughs> Before I answer that question, I think that could be the catalyst for it to move to the upside here. If we see a, a softer than expected CPI print, jobless claims. And jobless claims has been a little bit difficult, but if it stays in line, I think that would be a little bit bullish for the street. We'll see what happens with the elections that come tomorrow. A lot of people putting a lot of stock into that. I'm, I'm not really, I don't, I think that might be a, a nice little day thing, but uh, overall the Congress has already been gridlocked for the most part. So it's not like anything is passed without bipartisan support, but I'm kind of right there uh, with Scott. I would say we probably may have another uh, you know, 100 points to the upside, hit 3,900 again, retest that before we move back to the downside. I do find it a little bit difficult or hard to believe that our CPI print will come in um, um, to meet the expectations, as we know that a lot of the energy costs have actually spiked in the previous month as well. I'm not sure where else we could see any type of relief. And we are seeing this trend of, you know, housing starting to uh, crumble or has crumbled at this point in time. But it is forcing a subset of individuals that were going out or hoping to go out and actually buy a house that has cash on hand to now then, um, you know, upgrade to uh, better rentals that they could stay in for the next year or two years. That's going to raise rental prices. That's going to be a little bit more sticky. We're not seeing anything abate when it comes to the food prices. So I, I would just be cautiously optimistic on these type of moves, especially with the VIX still at 24. I would not be surprised if we do see uh, maybe a move down to 22 on the VIX and then we spike higher. Okay, yeah. Uh, we've got this uptrend in the VIX that's been in place for some time. Uh, I got my line down at 20, or we could uh, slip all the way lower and we'd still be above the August low, so the trend for VIX higher would maintain. Uh, it's been a pretty quick move uh, here for volatility uh, down from 34. Uh, last month. Let's talk some earnings here in the aftermarket. Lyft, not good. Uh, shares tick down. Uh, the outlook for the sales next quarter was a little bit below the expectation of 1.17 billion. They said 1.145 to 1.165. Uh, the uh, growth of riders for the last quarter was also below the expectations. And they lost uh, buck 18 
from $422 million, a loss on the bottom line, they made a billion in revenue and they lost 400. So almost, uh, <laughs> that's pretty amazing stuff. Revenue of $1 billion and they lost half a billion. Uh, I'm not sure uh, uh, how good this is looking right now, Scott. I wonder if this is kind of going the way of some of those others today into the single digits. You know, it's, it's, it, if you have a billion dollars in revenue and you lose a billion dollars, I mean, that's just not good business, right? Here's the problem, though. You know, Lyft, because of COVID and because of the pandemic and all the things associated to it, obviously got hit really hard. You know, there's tons of questions, though, that still remain around, you know, Lyft's, for example, their, you know, their international expansion. You know, is that going to uh, happen? Is it going to sustain if it does? Is there going to be the driver incentives that they're talking about? Are those things going to come to fruition? And so, you know, not only was Lyft really needing to beat top and bottom line uh, this go around, but they also need some really great upside guidance. I don't mean to put you on the spot, Oliver, but are you seeing any upside guidance? I don't, I'm not pretty good for me right now, but yeah. you know, that's there that could help but that's about the only thing that that's the straw that we're grasping for i believe right now yeah the, the next quarter guidance a little bit shy for the revenue uh, which would mean obviously bad things for the earnings too top line growth is still there of 20 percent but you know that's no mystery we're used to seeing that um, also in the aftermarket trip advisors getting blasted right now uh down pretty big here uh lower by trip advisors really getting hit by uh, almost almost 20% right now. So Trip's getting hit, uh, Lyft is getting hit. The other one we're looking for is uh, Activision. And um, uh, that one's uh, right now a little changed. I don't expect that to trade too much in the aftermarket. Uh, uh, Kev, give us a quick thought here uh, on any of these names that interest you. Trip is down pretty big, Lyft is down pretty big. Uh, which do you think is more interesting? Uh, if you look at Lyft, they actually did beat on the bottom line and the, the revenue quarter, came yes. in let's say ad expected for the most part. I mean, the range was 1.04 to 1.06. So, I mean, they were kind of right there in line. It's the riders, active riders. The street was looking for 20.9 million. They came up about 600,000 short. So that's probably why we were seeing that drop off when it comes to Lyft. Uh, for TripAdvisor, it looks like they actually beat better than expectations here. So this may be a little bit of a, a guidance adjustment that's really causing the stock to drop at this point in time. You usually don't see this type of drop if you uh, hit both on the top and bottom line from what I'm seeing right at, at this point in time right now. And it's actually kind of interesting because we have seen some of these travel stocks actually, you know, take off uh, and report really good earnings. I know booking uh, reported earnings, I think last week, if I'm not mistaken, I think it actually popped a little bit here. So kind of an interesting mix to see uh, this stock actually drop in the after hours. But, you know, they still have the conference call so they can turn around on a dime. Okay. All right, uh, Trip, uh, pretty harsh reaction here. Uh, we'll see what uh, both these companies say in the reports, but uh, definitely a pretty dramatic move for TripAdvisor uh, after they rallied big on the last earnings uh, three months ago, giving a lot of it back here. Uh, Lyft, uh, you know, just kind of erasing uh, the. Uh, and Alvin, actually, I do want to say they did miss. Couple weeks. They, they did miss. Yeah, all right. Okay, not ideal. Uh, we'll follow yeah. up on the morning. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the thoughts. Kevin Green, Scott Durfee.